Hey everybody, Jay Shlansky here from the Fifth Trooper Network. I just want to take a moment to thank you for checking out this show. Did you know that over at thefifthtrooper.com we have tons of other content, including blogs, other podcasts, all kinds of stuff. In addition, if you want access to exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper and join at any level and you'll get access to uh, exclusive blog articles, access to our private Discord, and much more. So please, Check us out, and thank you so much for all your support. Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with jay and tim what's up gentlemen hey i am here that last week's episode almost two hours took a lot out of me i'm still reeling from it either that or the the bathroom reconstruction i'm doing at my house it's it's one of those two things that's really exhausted me but uh yeah we're we're here on a monday and i guess this is part two because we're gonna go over the new battle forces but yeah i'm it was a lot. Mini extravaganza yep. was, was a lot. lot. Yep. Yeah, that was our longest. Great. It, it fantastic. Yeah, that was our longest episode in a long time, and uh, we didn't yeah. even get to everything. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I listen. I know <clears throat> we kind of brushed over this a little bit last episode, but I think it's encouraging the amount of content and information and the amount they talked about legion is encouraging and doesn't make me feel like the game the game is dead in, in in any uh in any way um it makes me feel like it's changing but you know change is always going to happen it's just part of how stuff works you know and so uh yeah no i'm feeling good about legion and uh you know, I, I mean, I think there's, of course, there's always things we can complain about, right? Like, I think that's just the nature of being human. We're always going to have something to complain about. But I mean, we have world qualifiers. We have a world's coming. We have new units coming. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's... Complain, complain feels like the wrong word, but uh, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Point out. I guess I don't know, but you know, I don't know. Impro improvements can always be made. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I'm fine, just yeah. But... I guess I'm just saying this because I I have sometimes I have to catch myself. Um, especially like my first reactions sometimes can be a little negative because I think we're all opposed to change as human beings and and it's hard, and so I'm just trying to reset myself and you the our lovely listeners to to know that like. Hey, here's the positives. We still have worlds. They're still taking competitive serious. Um, because I'll tell you what doesn't have worlds is is MCP or Shatterpoint, right? So they're still taking our competitive scene serious, positive. Uh, there's a bunch of new units coming out, positive. Um, as much as we can say some of these battle forces are OP or not powerful enough they're still coming out with new ones and new ways to play the game and units i mean you know i, I think these ones are actually pretty solid yeah in general um I, I really i feel like 
Well, we're just talking about positives. At least everything that was previewed, I feel like they hit the mark actually with almost everything except Inquisitors, um, which we talked at length about last week. Uh, agreed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't want to take like the Inquisitor critiques from last week. I don't want to have those take away from the fact that like I actually think they did, as far as I can tell so far, great with Geonosians. I think they did great with these two battle forces. You know, we didn't really see rules for um, much else, but at least right. as far as what they previewed, you know, three of those four things looked great to me. So we'll we'll get into the battle forces today. Well, but. and I think, you know, a, lo a lot of this is us reacting to things in the moment that we're in them, right? Like, so where we are today, that's all how how we're looking in our perception or of of inquisitors right and when they come out we don't know what other battle forces will be out we don't know what else is going to be happening in the game when they're released where like you know i think din is a perfect example like we saw some flaws in din that we pointed out that we we're like oh man like the ambam rifle like things like that but then as battle forces and other things came out it just kind of overshadowed and moved it moved past some of the the flaws that we saw well that doesn't mean that amban's good design <laughs> but yeah <laughs> no but it doesn't it's not yeah. the, the point is the inquisitors could be dropping in a different context than what we have right now yeah, maybe they're have... going to cut all the force users by 40 points Who right knows? we have no idea um, right there could be yeah. points up there could be all kinds of changes between now and then right. so the best we can do is we i mean listen for those of you that get on us about reacting to things, I'm not sure what you want us to do, because that is basically what this show is all about. <laughs> it's just us reacting to things like um, you want to hear. The, the, I don't know. Don't listen. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, if you want to hear boring discussions, just listen to the uh, playback of the meeting I was in over the weekend. Where it took an hour to uh, prove a budget, not a budget, an agenda. It took an hour for you to decide what you're talking about. Yep. Hmm. Lovely. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought you were going to like say, if you want to listen to something boring, go listen to Stabcast. Because <laughs> that's. <laughs> I like Stabcast. They do great battle reports. They're, they're, they're definitely not boring. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... Anyway, I don't know what other podcasts are out there? I, let's, I don't let's, even let's, know. Move, let's move on. <laughs> No, uh, I'm going to name a boring podcast, Kyle. <laughs> uh, how about we talk about these battle forces? Because I'm excited about these battle forces. All right. We can do that. Let me, uh, for those of you joining us on a, the YouTubes, I'll go ahead and uh, I'm going to share. We're going to share the screen as we go through these and talk about them. Can you guys see this? Okay. Yes. Perfect and schlag. We good? Yeah, All right. We. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess we'll go through uh, the droid one first. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, this is the experimental droids. Uh, let's see. They're part of separatists, obviously. Uh, the following units count as core units for the purposes of army building and battle cards, IG 100 Magna Guard prototype assassin droids. Boy, I didn't really ever think their name was that long because we all just called them Magna Guards. Isn't that true? That's like true with everything, like the snail tank. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think the occupier is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that one is uh ridiculously long um but yeah i mean uh, so real quick because i genuinely don't know um and i i feel i've seen all of clone wars all of rebels i've seen most of the things go on do you know what this is actually from nope okay because I mean, I'm, you're I'm asking the wrong person. I think Mike or Evan or Tim. Or sure. Know, yeah. I have no. I have no idea. The which specific thing? The experimental the... droids. Tim doesn't know either. All right. Well. Yeah. I mean, it. it I get. I don't know. It seems like it's kind of supposed to be like Battle of Kashyyyk ish, at least with the snail tank. Yeah. Um. And obviously the. But the other battle force that's releasing at the same time is the Wookiee one, so that would make sense. But I don't yeah. recall like assassin IG Magna Guard droids at that battle. This kind of feels like a mash of fluff and rules. Okay. Of like, like to me, like the two, like we have the Wookiee battle force, obviously Battle of Kashyyyk. We have this where like the base of it seems like Battle of Kashyyyk, but then. The cut, they, I think they wanted to sort of mirror in gameplay the like special forces at our core, so they made Magnus that, mm. yeah, like I that. That I mean, I'm I'm also not a super big fluff person, but that kind of feels like it's sort of like one of those when you're doing game design for big IPs, you gotta sometimes sacrifice some fluff to make rules. Sure. Yeah, 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 and it's like, well, what do we got? Right. Like, I think it's one of those two. Like, oh, I guess we have this and this. That makes sense. Sure. Let's go. You know, I mean, in case fine. in case you wanted to field an army entirely made, made up of Magna Guard, you can almost do that here. So. So. Mm-hmm. Um, OK. Potentially. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so at the start of each activation phase, you can choose up to one of your commander units. If you do put three surge tokens on that unit's unit card. Once during its activation, a friendly special forces, core, or support unit that has the AI keyword may perform a free action to spend a surge token on the chosen commander unit if it is at range three. If it does, choose one of the following. God, it's it's so much. I I really like I'm a I'm the type of player that I just start reading that and I'm I'm done. I'm already done. I'm like, well, I'm not playing this battle force because I, I just don't want to read this again. Personally, I love everything about this, but I'll okay. let you finish reading uh, it. I, I'm sorry. I know. I'm just I'm gonna be honest with everyone. I have not read any of these. This is my first time. I try to react to these live. That's my like knee-jerk reaction. It's like, dude, I don't want to read a book. I just want to play a game. Um uh, you choose one of the following. You increase their speed by one during their next move action this turn. Gain one aim token or one dodge token. Add one black die and one white die to their attack pool during their next attack action this turn. Or remove up to two suppression tokens. So it's all pretty good. So what? Are you, so you're basically you're getting a sur. You, you put surges on the commander. And then once during an activation, special forces core and support, as long as they have AI, they perform a free action to spend the surge one of the surges off of the off of the commander if they're at range three, and then they can do one of those. So I can say I'm a Magna Guard, I'm gonna like rocket into like an ATST or something, and I go, okay, I'm gonna spend one of those surges to add a black and a white die to to my dice pool. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. 
And you get yeah, to do it's... that. It's activation phase, right? So you you'll get at least three of those every activation. Well, and one relevant thing here that they clarified on the forums is that since the surge tokens go on the unit card and not um, on the table, they don't actually get picked up at the end of the round. So if you have leftovers that you haven't spent, they basically accumulate Whoa. Like, over time, uh, which is really good. That makes this ability a lot better because that means yeah. it's not just like, you know, three uses a turn. It's no. potentially you could save them up and do it like six times a turn. Now, obviously, right. it's still Holy moly. each each unit can only do this once per its activation. Still. Uh, so it's not like you can, you know, have one unit do four of these things at once. Right. Um, but even still, yeah, it essentially means that you're you're gonna get value out of all these. Oh, I mean, there's so yeah, there's so many. Like my first, my first reaction, like is a late game, like speed increase your speed by one to like push all you guys through for a breakthrough or onto a KP or, you know, or. Damn, that's actually really good. I really like that. Yeah, this it's a really strong ability. I think it's I like this for two reasons. One, I like the creativity and like all the different things you can do with this. These are all yeah. situationally very good effects, right? Increasing mm -hmm. your speed, gaining a token, uh the white die and black die thing is like potentially amazing depending on what you add it to. Um or just removing suppression tokens like if a unit's about to pa panic or something. Yeah. Um Wild. Those are all situationally great. Um, this would this is a really strong ability, and I think it's I think it's definitely offset by how highly restrictive this um, unit roster is. Yep. Um, which I I think is personally a good thing. You know, like you wouldn't want to just give this to like a, a free for all separ separatist roster or any roster really because that right. would be that would be Wild. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> But with this like heavily restricted unit roster, I think it I think it's actually pretty interesting. Do you want to talk about the unit roster real quick? Yeah, yeah. So um here are the allowed units for commander. You have super tactical droid. Now is that just the the regular one? You probably can't put or is that the type? Can you put Kraken and Kalani in there or no? Uh so the Kraken and Kalani are just subtitles. Oh, okay. So Kraken. I think at least my interpretation of this would be that you can use oh. them as well. I, I I think there might have been a forum ruling or something out on this very question. I don't remember what it was, so don't okay. quote me on it. Oh, but. okay, okay. Um, T series as well. Uh, for your special forces, you can have the BX Droid Commandos. No strike teams. I love how they put that in there because they're they're good enough <laughs> to like exclude. Uh, IG the Magna Guards. Um, for core units, you have to have up to two B1 battle droids, but you can also have zero. Uh, up to two B2 battle droids, but also zero. Or you could have them all Magna Guards if you wanted. Um, support droidekas, 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 droidekas. I don't think we've ever... Droid, droidekas. Droidekas. Yeah. Uh, uh, Where are those droidekas? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then for the heavy, the prototype tank droid, which we're going to go over in a minute, but they have a, they have a special card and then, uh, no unique upgrades are allowed. Um, you have to include one to two commanders, uh, 
you can include up to three special forces it must include three to six core uh up to three supports and two heavy so almost very similar to forum exact to regular exactly the same except yeah, there's the no operators allowed because there's right. no operatives um yep there's no operatives and then uh the special forces can count as core units for right army building requirements which means in theory i guess you could have up to like nine of these special magna guard units uh it's no. uh, like the, the following unit counts as core unit it's not a may so uh, i don't think I you see. can be like so it fulfills yeah. the minimum but you still can't exceed the maximum yeah so the the three special forces is up to three uh bx's is what that is uh oh i see i, I see what you mean yeah but yeah. so so the the allowed units is giving you its typical rank and what it's allowed and then the special rules are telling you even though it's typical rank of a special forces unit the magna guard are treated as core units in this battle force yeah just for just for army building you still and, like well cannot... not not just for army building in specific okay. because they also count during battle cards yeah i.e oh and battle cards i see and hostage, hostage which makes yeah. sense otherwise you wouldn't have anyone to give yeah. a hostage to if you didn't <laughs> right. take yeah. yeah b ones or b2s so, so yeah. and, and that wording is the same for the droids and the wookies so that if you have all magna guards as core or all wookies as core you have oh, a yeah. hostage that's part. great that makes sense yeah, that which makes is sense. which is a good catch because that yeah could have been sure. overseen yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess they, I guess they could have also just made, they could have just made the the special Magna Guard unit a core unit. Hmm. Um, I guess that, that gets like command cards and stuff potentially gets weird, but I don't know. Yeah, it. I I think it's to prevent like, there's also like you know various command cards and various effects. Um, like let's say like vigilance, hmm. you'd only be able to hold one dodge on the Magna Guard instead of two dodges. Right. Yeah, which isn't the biggest deal, but like effects like that where it the rank matters. Yeah, yeah and it matters for your order pool. Yeah, as well. Um, yeah, I I think um yeah, great catches by by the dev team. So yep. so that's great. When when you mentioned order pool too, it also I mean like you know if you were to bring I don't know what the points are exactly, but like six magnas and three bx's, you, you have one commander and nine, and special, nine special forces. forces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a practice, which is functionally perfect order control, even if you <laughs> don't have any face ups on the table except for your commander. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. Oh, that's so, so they still would use their normal token yep. order token, huh? Yep. Oh, that is that's super that's, a, that's that's a pretty interesting like side benefit that's actually not immediately apparent just yeah. looking at this, but yeah, hmm. cool. Yep. Um, all right. Let's uh I guess we can go over these cards. Uh can I zoom in? Is this gonna let me let's see. Well, okay. Well, I guess I'm just stuck in this forever now. We can we can read them, Jay. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> I was like, what ah, my computer. Um, okay. So the new uh snail tank droid. Um, do we want to just hit how this is like different than a normal snail tank? Yeah, sure. So, uh, it doesn't have transport, does not no. have transport, numero uno. So, no transporting stuff. Yep. Uh, what else is different? It has an ability Arsenal. called com 
it has arsenal oh, three right. which yeah, is yeah. Ex- extra arsenal so that's good um it has an ability called command node which is basically direct at range one to a core unit yeah to a core unit. yeah it's direct which, core which, at range which one. matters because your magna guards are special forces not core yeah, which is extra interesting that yeah. I, basically you'd have to take a B1 or a B2, I guess, to t- even take advantage of this. Yep. Um, huh. yeah, it's, well, it's well in- no, hold on. Hold on. Doesn't it say... It's only during battle cards and army building. Army building. Oh, okay. Battle cards. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Sorry, I, was, I just want to make sure we read that right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why they couldn't... I mean, I, I don't know why the range component of this was like so important that they couldn't just use direct core, but whatever. Um, it is a uh, it does not search to hit mm. like the normal snail does. Right. Um, so those are I think those are I think the three. Really, that's four yeah. differences, right? Oh well, and um, the main weapon doesn't have critical. Ah, yeah, yeah, that too. So they're um, like na- natively, it has no surge on or wait, offense or way, or way to convert surges. Yeah, which is a huge difference. <laughs> it oh, is. and uh, no impact on the one to two. Yeah. Oh, there is no impact. Period on the. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. So really, uh, I guess. The primary way this is better is Arsenal three versus Arsenal two, but if you're losing surge to hit and critical and impact, that seems like it's still a worse offensive profile. Even this... if you take one of the shells that's like high velocity or you know the bunker buster shells. Yeah. Well, and and the way the tank like the way the shells are usually used on like a snail is you like shoot at like range three or four with like high velocity shells, or often take them a bit. And then you close, and then you use the like the next switch turn. to the ion cannons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because then you and then you tap back, and if you get to shoot again, great. But and then you're also usually transporting something. So yeah, the usual yeah. way this tank is played is uh, completely not applicable to how this tank would play. Yeah, this seems like significantly worse than a normal snail tank. Yeah, unless I'm missing something. No, it. I. I think. If you're playing with like you know like having uh, aggressive tactics and it gets a surge token, then like but even then like I don't know like you probably like if you want to play it you probably throw bunker busters on it and just like eat it forward and spend the surge token to get you extra black and white die, and then you go up to like what is that so five seven eleven thirteen dice with one surge token. I just like and blast and scatter and just kind of like see what happens. Yeah, I mean it definitely gets interesting when you use that extra dice ability. I yeah. get, I guess, but the way I mean, okay, so this is kind of the, I think it's a positive. I'm not saying this as a negative. I think this is very much a positive for battle forces. Is there's always like 20 ways to play each battle force, like and mm-hmm. that you know, like the 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 one where you're like there's a new snail tank like you think that's what they're but really it's the special you know it's having all the magna guard that's going to be the you yeah. know the the really good well, version but i mean it's the same amount of money and it does way less than like or the same I, money I, cost uh yeah i i do think like i don't know if i don't know if it actually is viable but the like throw like link target array 
the programming to give you reroll or per precise two, and then bunker busters and just the like, yeet forward, try to blow something up with a surge token and aim, get to reroll four dice. You probably have another ignite, get another aim. Like, that's that's not nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like it probably moves forward and like deletes whatever is in front of it, but then, oh. uh. But then you're at range two of your opponent's army. It has weak point side, so it's really susceptible to just and it's white defense. Like it's pretty susceptible to just getting shot down if you do that. Yeah, yeah. So, I if if it still had transport, I would be like if it was the like same unit card but with transport, doing that would then at least you have sort of like a secondary punch. But right. I don't know. Hmm. I I'm sure I would have fun doing that. I don't know if it's good. In fact, I'm a little bit doubtful it's good, but I do like that we're looking at this, and unlike, you know, the first infamous battle card specific unit the Storm Atro used, we're looking at it and we're like, is this actually better than the normal thing? You know, like that's an open question as opposed to just looking at it and be like, well, yeah, that's ridiculous, right? Um, so yeah, I and I, I think that's a good thing personally, um, that it's it's a it, it appears to be a side grade and it's not immediately obvious that this is just like straight up better than a normal snail tank. Um, yeah. And obviously when you consider the exceptionally good, uh, just battle force wide special rule with, you know, the, the surge token thing. Um, I think that's good too. So yeah. Let's um, want to talk about these magnets. So by the way, I'm really thick and it just dawned on me because this is my first time looking at any of this, that you can't take the regular Magnus, that you have nope. to, that's a very specific nope. special Magna. That's why I was like the prototype assassin droid. And I was like, as you guys were talking about the snail thing, I was like, oh, the, yeah, so this makes way more sense. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about them. So, um, the two big things that stick out to me is it's 60 points for four. Uh, which is great, um, you know, and so the, the normal one is 72 with a three-man unit. Uh, they have AI dodge move still. They have charge still. They have immune to pierce, uh, melee pierce still, unhindered still. Um, those are the only keywords that they rolled over. So they lost Guardian, Retinue. Um, I think that's it. They lost that's primarily Guardian. those two. Yeah, yeah uh, and they lost their surge to hit. They lost uh, surge to hit. Their hit. electro staff is worse. Right by one, it went down it's, one of the dive. Went from a yeah, black to a white. Yeah, yeah. And, um, they, and they lost a bunch of upgrades too, right? So training and comms, they lost. Uh, so just two, they lost training and comms. And they're only one health and one courage. Right versus right, right, right versus two and two. Yeah, which is that's probably the biggest thing is the fact that they're only one health. Um, I mean, the courage, it, the courage is like less relevant if they're in yeah. panic range of their commander, panic bubble range. It's not nothing, but yeah, no. the, the, the surge hit, the one health, those are big losses. Obviously, they're cheaper, which is great, and they have more yeah. models, which is also great. But not and, as great as if they were two health with more models, right? But sure, well, I mean, the having more models does give them more offensive punch. Yes. Right. It's, it's not not as much defensive wherewithal as they had before. Yeah. 
Right. Like if you give them a heavy, which as far as, I mean, the heavies are still the same price basically. Yep. And those heavies will only, they'll share the unit card stats. So they only have one health also on the heavies. So basically that if you give them, you know, a rocket or a whip or whatever, that would be five bottles, which would be 10 dice potentially instead of eight. Um, it would be a little bit cheaper, but then it would be five health instead of 10. So, mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, five uh, health instead eight. of eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously no retinue. So they're definitely like less durable than the normal magnas. Um there's still red saves. Yep. And they're now spammable red saves in a faction that didn't really have that before. Yep. And there's still uh charge, which is yeah. really nice to have uh on a unit. Still that's, pretty good melee unit. Yeah, that's not nothing. Um yep. Yeah, I think yeah and 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 the melee unit that can bump up to speed, speed three, three, yeah, for one move, like they so they can go fourteen less, a little bit inches, right? So, yeah. So the interesting it's not two speed threes, it's just one speed three and then a speed two. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. But you can't, you know, do the thing where you get to exactly range two of a melee unit. Correct. And they can't get to you. Yep. So. Yeah, and it's interesting. Um, I always forget that the, uh, the the so for the heavies, you of course have the rocket and the whip, but then you could just have a just a regular Magna Guard for like ten points cheaper in there too. So I think for like eighty what eighty two points, you could have five a five man squad of you know a couple of those that are just basically diving into enemy lines or or protecting your back flank or something. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. There's a lot of different ways to play this list. These magnets are, I think we mentioned, are also worse in melee. They're black, white, and melee, not black, black. Yep. And they also don't surge, which is... Yep. Do the regular magnets surge? Yeah. They do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're... Yeah. They, they definitely hit less hard in that respect. More dice is good, but it pro it's probably yeah. like a wash. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's it, it's actually good because if you had a whole, like, if you could run six of the normal. Oh, it'd be silly. It'd be, yeah. cra it'd be crazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean it's the... good for balance that these guys are worse than normal. <laughs> yes, <Magnus>. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, uh... this battle force was very much thought through, which is mm -hmm. great. Great. Yeah. The the rocket does also the critical one, so like the like range two shot from the like eleven dice is probably is probably like the biggest punch they would have. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I have to say I I think like everybody else, I was definitely going into this without any knowledge, just you know, rough outline of what the two battle force. I was definitely more excited. Uh, going in to to hear about the Wookies, but now after hearing this one, I'm like, oh, this one's super interesting too. It's it's there's a lot of really cool plays that you have in there. Um, yeah, I, I'm I might try this list out. Actually, I kind of I kind of like how some of this is laid out. So does does this give you any reason to play Droidicus? Nope. Okay, maybe. Here's my argument for him. Okay. And I don't know if it's right. Okay. But with the surge to spend for like maybe uh maybe getting like an extra speed or something, 
maybe a bombing run maybe bombing run droidica bombing runs or like breakthrough maybe maybe I mean, they can already go roll mode for that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they could. They wheel up, right? And the the free action get a thing still doesn't solve their AI problem. Right. Right. There's, there's there's not really. I mean, you can take a super tactical droid for the orders, obviously, but it's not like this is any better at getting them face up orders or or ignoring well, AI than I, a normal. Yeah, I guess. I guess though. But I guess what it does do though with this with the surge, right, is that I know they have wheel mode, but you could get them up to speed two in their regular mode, which would allow them to attack, to have an attack action. So you could move instead of moving speed one, right? You can move speed two and attack. Like I think it gets them into it gets them into the the fray a little bit faster or I mean, because they, they hit pretty hard. Uh it's you know it's 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 i mean it's what four four black two red yeah um it's which suppressive which isn't yeah it's the problem their problem normally is that they don't have good access to aims and they don't surge well so unless unless they're using aggressive tactics and giving them orders and obviously they don't have coordinate or anything like that so you got to do it like the old-fashioned way basically sure um, I mean, they could have good access to aims in this list, right? With that surge option. So, yeah, I'm just not sure. Like, you know, I mean, it's not like it's only the droidicas that can get a free aim token. There, there yeah. are plenty of things better than droidicas that you can also give free aim tokens to. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to find this, anything here. <laughs> well, I, there's one. There's one reason I think you would take them. All right. In this list, and that is because, depending on how you built them, whenever you built your droidicas. <laughs> <laughs> they they may be tall enough to block line of sight to a trooper silhouette. Oh, interesting. Um, so if you happened to build them tall enough to do that, uh, whenever you built them, um, then you could put them in front of your horde of one health magna guards to block line of sight to them as you're moving up. Uh I mean, but that's that's thematic. Right, sure. Yeah, because in the front with their shields, boo, 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 and everybody like marching behind them. Yeah, that, huh? That's interesting. It's so, also it's also not clear to me. I think you could, if you use two droidicas, you could kind of offset them in like a checkerboard style to like give each other heavy cover, even when they're not. Oh, like, in cover. yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there's a couple of things you could do. I think with the fact that they actually could potentially block line of sight. Um, See silver lining we found it yeah I, i'm not i don't know if it's good than just like taking more magna guard uh but no idea it's a reason i guess i mean hey listen how many of us have those to right i have them together and paint sure them, yeah right? I mean, i'd love i'd love an excuse to use them yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and any excuse to use them i'll take yeah so i don't know maybe i'll maybe i'll think about that and put something together because it sounds at least fun to just have them on the board you know, you know, you know what would make it so that I would use them in a normal separatist list is if, if they gave their guns impact or critical. Oh yeah. Then or I would search hit. Or surge hit. Any of those, then yeah. I would use them. Or a libel one. Yes. These <laughs> <laughs> <Please> surge access. <laughs> they yes, they need some kind of surge <laughs> conversion, or they need to contribute to the whole impact thing because that's 
frankly, I think that's personally their biggest drawback is that they take up a support slot without contributing to the impact. Yeah, impact. Hmm. So interesting. Which is, you know, stabs are good for different reasons, but stabs have the same problem. Although they have critical, so it's not quite as bad. But hmm. all right, Wookies. Wookies. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> All right, Wookiee Defenders. Uh, So special rules. The following unit counts as a core unit for the purposes of army building and battle cards, Wookiee Warriors, Noble Fighters. Your army must include at least three Wookiee Trooper units. The first time a miniature in each Wookiee Trooper unit is defeated each round, that unit may make a speed one move. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Whether it's you're angry and you're gonna go at them, or you're mad, or you're scared and you're gonna go back, hey, you get to you get to do something. That's really neat. Uh, allowed units: Yoda, Chewie, Wookie Chieftain. Great, great, great. Uh, special forces: um, up to one Arc Troopers, no strike team. Uh, Wookie Warriors, as many as you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, well up to four uh core units up to two phase two clone troopers and then your wookie noble defenders uh noble fighters then supports you can have one bark speeder and uh up to one and you can have as many fluttercraft as it'll allow and then for your heavies you can have an infantry support platform i forgot those were even that thing you can have up to yeah. one of those you can have up to one saber class tank uh no unique upgrades allowed so their rank requirements you can have up to two commanders pretty normal um you may include up to four special forces you uh, have to include three to six for your core units support up to three and heavies up to one so you can have one heavy unit I mean, if you're going to go heavy, you're going Saber Tank. I don't know why you would be ISP. I, I can't think of a reason. Um, unless just to be part of, you know, to be Wookified. Um, yeah. And then, let's see. Well, oh, I, don't, I don't think the ISP is... I actually think that it could be potentially viable. But the thing that the ISP does really well is support, is start fire supports. Oh, okay. And this this list doesn't really do the, the clone thing. So right, um, yeah, it's an odd fit for this list, tactically speaking. But it's definitely thematic because those things were at Kashyyyk. So the the place where they appear. Yes, I mean, and this <laughs> is this is what we wanted, right? Oh yeah, this is oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, this is. Uh, I think that speed one move thing is like it's super simple. Yeah, uh, it's oh, you know it's it's not a wall of so text good. like the droid one, but it's just it's really good. <laughs> I well because they have actually, charge, right? It doesn't activate charge. Oh, okay. Yeah, it gets you closer it's... though. Yeah, potentially well, or so away I, even potentially. Yeah. yeah. I I played uh, I played a game with these like the so I was playing those Tuesdays like a couple days after it was announced, and I looked into my minis cabinet. I had enough Wookies, so YOLO. But uh, yeah, I was playing. Yoda, Chewie, three or six units of like just Wookiees with tenacity. Naked Wookiees. Naked Wookiees with tenacity and recon intel. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then, but the like with a speed one move plus like guidance, like you can really eat Wookiee units around the table with this battle force. Um, like 
that range, like I was playing an Empire mine esque kind of thing, and like I was able to go from them shooting me, like you know, flanking range four to like, oh yeah, I'm in your face, uh, immediately. So nice. And and the other thing that I did pull off was like, so you do the thing where you have mailings, so like someone backs away, and then the other unit shoots them. Well, if they get shot. And as many dies, you then move them back into melee. <laughs> That's Dang. funny. Yeah. So like awesome. it's it's a simple but amazing rule. Hmm. Uh, hey. Also makes them ridiculous at hostage because every time you lose a mini on your hostage unit, you <laughs> just get to move again. Move closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't take Yoda, I mean, obviously Yoda's silly on hostage, but like if you don't take Yoda and you just take a bunch of wikis, then yeah, the, this list would still be great at hostage. You can actually make probably, even if you don't take Yoda, a pretty crazy objective skew because you just take flutters and then, you know, well, that takes. In, yeah, and, and you can also do the huge melee skew. It's like, sorry, a huge wookie skew where you go like Chieftain Chewie, four units of shooty wooks, six units of melee wooks, and just. I have all the Wookiees. That's a lot of fur. <laughs> the fur, fur, fur avalanche, fur avalanche. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I can't, I'm not sure exactly how many like heavies and stuff you get, but like probably not. It's many. a lot of fur. Yeah. No. Uh, that's, uh, and you probably been... want to dedicate your. Yeah. You probably want to dedicate your heavies to the shooty wooks too. Yeah. Give them the bowcasters and just run the melee ones naked, basically. The, so, uh, if, if uh, tenacity and all push hadn't gone up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does this does this speed one move trigger agile? No, Ooh, no, 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 no. They changed mm -hmm. that. It's got to right? be a move action because it's a move or a free action, right? For agile now, it's like well, it's just a move action, a yeah. standard yeah. move as a part of a action or free action. I think is the. Yeah, so oh, I was just wondering. Yeah, because they have that McGraw-Graw-Graw-Graw, the two pip. <laughs> Which is still a great card, but yeah, you're not going to get like a bunch of extra free dodge tokens from right. Agile. Um, yeah. But yeah, just a thought. Wanted to add that up, you know, put that out there. Um, Standard move. Standard move, yeah, okay. As part of an action or free action. Is the important part. So this mm -hmm. is this is neither an action nor a free action. It's simply a speed just one a move. speed one move. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hey, worth asking, right? Yep. No, it is worth asking because it used to work that way, right? And you could use like no time for sorrows to you yep. know give tauntauns free dodge tokens and stuff like that. Yeah, um, that's what I'm asking. That's, yeah. exa that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Should we look at this special fluttercraft? Yeah, let's do it. Which, unlike the droid units, looks. Just straight up significantly better than a normal fluttercraft, but good because they needed it, right? I mean, debatable, but don't don't tell Doctor Paul that. Yep, <clears throat> I'll tell him all day long. What's he gonna do? Nothing, because he only writes for us. He doesn't get on the podcast. Take that. What is, what is he gonna do? Just back to a successful medical career, and it's not. Yeah, he's just gonna cry. <laughs> um. All right. So same amount of points. Fifty-seven. Same it's, health. No, it's not the same amount. Well, it's what? fifty-five versus fifty-seven. Oh, oh, the other one's fifty-five. Right, right. This right. one is yeah. There's, there's really, there's only 
There's only two differences. Yeah. Between okay. this and the normal one. It's two more okay. points. Yep. And then it has this attack run ability. Okay. Which allows you to change your speed. Oh, yeah. That's which is cool. huge. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, speed three flutters are already ridiculously fast. Speed three flutters are like, yeah. What's what's the what's the space balls? Uh, they've gone plaid. <laughs> um, basically, that's speed three flutters. They're just teleporting across the board, essentially. Um, hmm. and then you know, if you need to slow them down to speed one to get like a certain shot or not fly off the table or something, which you shouldn't have to worry about because they have reposition, but. For some reason, yeah. if you need to slow down to speed one, you can do that too. Well, I well, I think when you're flying speeders a lot, right? Like because they're these guys count as a repulsor or whatever, right? Yep. So it's like, you know, when you you have to move, but you want to like hang back and you're not ready to really like move all the way up the board. You, you know, a speed one is not a bad thing to have. Well, and the flutters often are trying to do the thing where they like move up, shoot, move back. Yeah, yeah. Internet. That's it. We losing yep. Tim again. Yep, it's fine. We don't need him, Kyle. We can go right. on without him. Press on. <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah, yeah. I I think Tim's right though, right? You you could do. You get further. You get a speed three up. Get in that range three or what or two, and then speed three back and get out of range from them. It's kind of that's <laughs> yeah disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, you do like a loop basically because they if you're giving him the the bowcaster, it's a rear arc shot, which is granted not easy to set up, or at least not as easy as obviously a forward facing shot. But what it does allow you to do is kind of like if you're either left or right of your target, you know, shoot him that way and then just do another reposition and go directly back to where you started. <laughs> um and now you can do that from further away with your speed three. So yeah, this is this is great. I you know, I think Flutter's probably needed a little bit of love anyway, and this is yeah. super fast Fluttercraft, which seems on theme for me also. Yeah, I I like everything. I like everything they're doing. These two, these two, I think you said it right at the top, but like these two seem like the most level and processed battle forces that we've seen so far i think i yeah i agree they also notably do, do not have their own command cards yeah i mean they do kind of by extension in that wookies there are like wookie generic command cards for republic and then obviously the droid one centers around yeah you're probably gonna end up with a super tactical droid and they have their own set of very good command cards but um yeah, I like that the defining like special rules for these battle forces are actually just like printed universal rules that are on all the time and are very unique yeah. and thematic for these. So Yeah, I yeah, I I really like these and they seem more um interesting against each other too, where it seems like the battle forces thus far where they're supposed to be you know, uh, Echo versus um, Blizzard and Ewoks versus Tempest. Like one always has an edge over the other one significantly. 501st versus Invasion. You know, 
one always has a, an edge over the other one. And this one, I mean, I guess you guys would, Tim, you may know better, but like, I feel like they both have really good pieces that, that I could definitely see working against each other. Like I, I don't like just off the top of my head, I don't see one edging out the other. The off the top. I mean, I just am biased towards Wookiees because Wookiees are fun. Sure. Um, But the, it's kind of one of those weird sort of design mix or not mix ups, but like questions of like, so the Wookiees is simple and powerful and then Troids is somewhat like less powerful off the top, but also way more options. Hmm. Right. Like, I don't know, like the droid one is like, the all comes out as a wash, but like the, what you can do with the droid one, if you're innovative, uh, it's pretty cool. Whereas the Wookiee one is more obvious. It's like, yeah, if they get shot, something dies, I can run at you closer or, or get away safely. Yeah. So I just, you know, I think the Wookiee one has, uh, in my mind, has some options, but a little less than the droid one. Just, I, I think because of the way it's built, like, and how people are going to, it's like, no, Wookiees, like that, that's the option <laughs> for this one, right? Like it's maybe Yoda, but th that's probably the only like non-Wookiee thing you're going to have <laughs> in the army, if at all. Um, and, but, but the other one, um, there's definitely like, it felt like there was a bunch of like mix and match stuff that you could potentially do that seemed super interesting um, on that one. You know, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, these are both really cool. Uh, I've, I've, I don't know. I can't remember if I was uh, for or against Battle Forces when they first came out. I think I was okay with them, but um, I'm, I'm 100% fine with them now. Wherever I was before, I, I really like that they're doing this. I think it's a great idea. Great idea. Yeah, as long as they're balanced and these two look at least on first blush like they are yeah. um the wiki one seems very much like a skew that you're going to need an answer for yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so we'll we'll see whether that ends up being an issue or not but um initially these 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 both look well thought out which i think is good i think there's danger with like too many battle forces if you could get into some territory where that's like the only way to play a certain faction potentially if it's too Maybe. good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And but we're not there yet. And the other, I thing don't I, think we're there. Yeah. yeah uh, the other thing I have to say, like, uh, is like to the skew of both IG and Wookie skews, right? Like, not all people have the wherewithal or the money or the time to like buy into the skews and so you know i mean like for instance right like I, with the invasion force one i came up with that 8b1 with tim you and i came up with that 8b1 with i think i i've never seen it in the wild besides the one time i played it right like i've heard people say they they proxied it or they played it but i've never seen anyone actually play it besides myself uh at at any major tournaments and so i think that's when it comes to skew like that, it's tough to like tell someone they have to buy, you know, you may have what two or three Wookiees, but to like get six, you know, and three Fluttercraft. And, you know, it's, if you weren't there already, it's, it's not, it's not as probable that you're going to get there. 
Yeah, for me, it's actually because I when those new Wookiee boxes came out, you know, I already had like three Rebel Wookiees. Mm. And then I saw those new Wookiee boxes and I was like, these are great. You know, I love these new sculpts. I want yeah. more Wookiees. And then I bought three of the <laughs> Republic Wookiee boxes. So like I can actually do this uh, absent the Fluttercraft. Right. Clearly, I would need those. But um, I actually have enough Wookiees. Like Tim it probably was in a similar position. I actually have enough Wookiees to do this already. Uh, so yeah, that's what happened for me too. Yep. And especially like this Wookiee Battle Force, most of the units um probably aren't gonna be like with heavy weapons and stuff. Yeah. So like yeah. I mean if you're buying boxes to get to this battle force, like each box of the new ones comes with seven models. Right? Yes. So you can like especially with a little bit of conversion work, build up your stock of wookies pretty quick. Right. Um, but especially like like what I did is I like had like this is a unit, like they're all naked, but this unit, the three of them, because like, I don't have bases match for everything, of course, yet. But like mm-hmm. I put three bowcasters together. They're the bowcaster unit. I put three battle shields together. They're the battle shield three, right? So and I think that would probably fly in most mm. like tournament settings, right? If it's like, yep, yeah, they're all the same and like all the bowcasters are together, all the battle shields are together. Oh yeah, that's um, smart. That makes sense. So, yeah, I'm excited to try this. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just super interesting, right? And it's, I like that we have some ideas of like lists, but nothing is just like, oh, yeah, that's how you play this one, you know, which is great. I think that's great, you know, and, yeah, and, huh. and I'll be curious to see what people come up with. Yeah. And I think I'm overall. We did see Blizzard Force is still very strong, um, but was very strong when it came out. But I think overall, outside of Blizzard Force, they've all been pretty reasonable. You know, even Tempest, I think, has potential spikes, but it's just not. I don't think it's it's not like a, as oppressive as Blizzard Force is, um, but but then again we haven't seen I haven't seen much of like the six sniper squad <laughs> lists right so mm-hmm. I, I but that's again that's one of those skews that's like yeah go get six like now you got to put those together God like <laughs> you know that's a lot of <laughs> so it's a lot of work yeah I, th- I feel like the Magna Guards are going to be a heavy lift from a building and painting perspective here than the Wookiees, but yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, um, but I did see, you know, the uh, tournament I was at a couple weekends ago, I saw two remnant forces with dark troopers. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, I haven't seen much of those in the wild. So that was, it was fun to play them. Dark troopers are still good. I don't know why people are like, oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're really good. But, yeah. I mean, in both, and I, I played, I actually, you know, had to play against one and it took a lot of my I was playing uh Yo Yoda Chu. No, what did I play? I don't know. Oh, I played double bounty. It took uh a considerable amount of my army uh to take them down. <laughs> you know, I mean I did it, uh, but it was definitely a lot, you know. But yep. yeah, anyways, yeah, two great battle forces, very excited for both of them. Let's yep. let's cut this. We're done. We're done, boys. All let's right. get out. Let's get out early. Yeah. 
you say that but it's been like an hour so god damn it <laughs> it has been almost exactly an hour uh, yeah. this, is, this is another one of those episodes where that's actually really I, good for i us. cursed us that is really good for us yeah yeah no. but i definitely cursed us where i was like guys if this one is like 40 minutes that'd be okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. but an Not hour right. we usually go about 115 120 so yeah. uh, you know what i'll take an hour let's go yeah. kyle. do the ending let's get out all of right here. yeah <laughs> all right we are the notorious scoundrels i'm kyle i'm jay I'm Timbo. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Stay cool, fruit mat. Au revoir.